It's the Woe Free Lunch Boys, Sammy Bow Bow, and the Dink Dink Dink. That was pretty good. It makes you think, think, what? think. Oh, that's nice. That's actually quite nice. Uh, if you can't tell, we're in search of a way to start this podcast. Yeah, you'd, you'd think after, what, um, pretty much 30 episodes, we would have nailed how to start it. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's a song sometimes. It's just straight into the conversation. We're really a come in from the middle sort of type podcast. Yeah. I've got. Do you know? Do you know what? Uh, I do you know what I was thinking of uh, mm. last night. Mm. Um, Michelle's old flatmate is absolute grumpy cunt. <laughs> um, is uh, is gay, right? Mm-hmm. He's the ex of a, a comic we know as well. Um, he's gay, and his brother's gay. Wow. And I can't stop thinking about like, hey, what are the odds that you have two children that are not queer but gay? Mm. And how fucking gay are your dad's balls? Yeah, that must be a fucking constant Mardi Gras parade in your dad's oh, testes. Yeah. They're not testes, they're two disco balls <laughs> just spinning around. Because I'm like, think about it, right? Think you, yes, you're wearing a pink velour Von Dutch hat. But like, mm. I would describe you as like, at, at least outwardly, you're very kind of, you're, you're, quite, you're quite straight. Sure, right? that's why I had to get the hat. That's why you had to get the hat. You need to balance it out. It's you 2023, I won't suck a dick, but I'll wear a Von Dutch hat. <laughs> To let you know, I'm fucking, I'm one of the good ones. Yeah, yeah. The further out of the city you get, the gayer that looks. Yes. Yeah. But it's just like, I'm, I'm so fascinated by like, what are the odds of having two gay children? And then like, what ha- what is in your genetics to create that? Like, yeah, are dude. you gay and you've been lying to your wife forever? It is one of those things where it's like, I think that's an eternally fascinating question. Because now it's just like, oh, whatever, you have two gay sons. But... Like, back in the day, if you had two gay sons, people would be like, have you ever broken a promise to a gypsy? Yes, yeah. Yeah, they would have been like, were you traveling through Africa and a witch doctor cursed you with something? Yeah, yeah, straight up. Because it would be like, I mean, it is insane odds. Did you suck the dick of a gypsy? (laughs) (laughs) Non-reciprocal oral sex on a gypsy will make you have two gay sons. The only thing you have as consolation is looking at this Rolex you bought for $4. You're like, yeah, it's pretty good though. <laughs> and to be so blessed to have two gay sons in this time now. Oh my God. Well, like, yes. no, no one cares. It's a non-issue. Yeah. But then to imagine having two gay sons just after World War II finished. Oh my God. Dude, you'd be praying for like, like a third secret war. Mm. You see Vietnam pop up and you're like, you're both going. I don't want to hear a word of it. <laughs> They get there, they just get more gay because of all the twinks. That's what I was going to say. Don't send your gay sons to Vietnam. <laughs> but that's such a It'll classic just make straight, them more powerful. That's such a classic straight man thing to do. Bloody, go there. Go, 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 to, to, go to Vietnam. No, don't make me go to Vietnam. Oh, no, God, oh, stop no. it. You get there and like, oh, no, even the chicks have dicks here. This is paradise. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. It's the dumbest shit ever. I thought, hey, how did you want to start today, Alex? Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe some playful homophobia. Yeah, I think I thank God every day for you that we can start the podcast like that. Oh yeah, well, hey man, I'm I'm carrying it for the team. I am literally just surrounded by friends that I use as licenses to take shots at protected groups. Yeah, I've got I've got you for the gays. I've got Neil Kalhadkar for the Indians. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. 
it's a it's a lovely little treat. What else has been going on, Sam? Oh, not too much, dude. It's been uh, it's been a little bit of a just a busy but sort of slow. You know, it's a busy but slow week. Mm. I uh, oh, well, we're we're calling again today. Mm. The sun is shining. That's right. We've we've made back the regular regular schedule, um, and uh, we're calling Spice Alley in Chippendale today. Yeah, we've decided that we were so unsuccessful with one restaurant. Why not try eighteen? At Why one not time? try eighteen at one time? Surely. And before the podcast started, I called them to make sure there was a person on the other end of the line. Mm-hmm. And we're going to call one place 18 options. Yeah. I think that's our best bet. I'm into that. I like that. Hopefully, I mean, that's a, a shot, a shotgun solution. And out of all the cultures in Spice Alley, I'm pretty sure we've bagged out 16 of the 18. Yeah. Which ones have we missed, do you think? Uh, oh, we did Afghanistan last week. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we haven't really hit Indians, have we? No, we haven't. Oh, actually, great fucking segue. Oh, great. Great segue, Alex. Seamless. So, did you see that uh, India are going to the moon? No, I didn't see that, dude. So, the in big bob in the sky. The big bob in the sky. <laughs> dude, so I didn't even know India had a space program, right? But here's, here's the news article. It's awesome. They, they, they send up... <laughs> They send up the rocket and like they have like 200 dudes on the outside of the rocket <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, just holding on. <laughs> there we go. 17 out of 19 cultures now. Beautiful. Okay, India launches its latest lunar rocket, Chandrayaan-3, as it works towards Artemis Accord's goal of manned mission to the moon. So not only are they going into space, but they're trying to go to the moon for the first time since 1972. Fucking they mad. We haven't been on the moon. No one's been on the moon since 1972. Awesome. So, how, how is no one talking about this? I know. This is what I mean. Like, this is insane. The Chandrayaan 3 is a follow-on mission to Chandrayaan 2, obviously. How did Chandrayaan 2 go? Uh, they just sent something into orbit. Oh, oh okay. True, 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 true. And it came back, and it was like, space station, give us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> they were dropping off a coma to some Russians. <laughs> Awesome, dude. <laughs> uh, and has been scheduled to launch on as early as Friday, the Friday afternoon. This article was yesterday. So it's happening right now. Oh, shit. It's launching right now from Satish Dhawan Space Center in Sriharakota in the state of Andhra Pradesh. Mm-hmm. I might have butchered that. Um, the Indian Space Research Organization said it had completed a review of the mission's readiness ahead of Friday's scheduled launch and was loading fuel into the rocket. Uh, if everything goes to plan, the Chandrayaan-3 launch rocket will blast the spacecraft into an elliptical Earth orbit before it loops towards the moon for a scheduled landing around August 23rd. Holy shit. Wow. It's part of a push by the ISRO under NASA's Artemis Accords to join US-led efforts to land humans on the moon by 2025, 52 years after the last manned landing, and later to Mars. Fucking hell, dude. Indians on the moon. That's awesome. Yeah. Only three nations, the States, the Soviet Union, and China have landed spacecraft on the moon. I didn't even know China Same. made it to the moon. That's amazing. That is nuts. That's pretty sick, but also kind of like, boys, we've done... Again, it's like that Everest chat that we were talking about, where it's like, mm. once the first guy's been to Everest, the second dude, whatever. If you're the fourth person to get to the moon, yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, it's 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 so like the reason we haven't been up there in nineteen seventy since nineteen seventy two is because we never got there in the beginning. We never got there in the beginning, man. That's it. But also, like, there's nothing. They're like the, the Indian moon landing is a fake. You can tell by the guy dancing around the flagpole. 
This is one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Why is there tigers on the moon? This is obviously <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking fake. <laughs> Let's say in ten years they're doing uh, like missions to the moon. Mm. Would you? Would you go? Uh, no, zero way. Wogs don't belong in space, dude. What if there's a... Well, the Italians have a space program as well, which is crazy. And where the fuck have they gone? <laughs> no way. Zero places, dude. That Most was... unsuccessful space program. The only reason that Italians would ever go into space is if they're like... They actually found out Mars has sparkling water under the surface. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, we could charge five <laughs> euro for this. It's just, I, there's no, I feel like all wogs have all agreed. Like, no, nah, we don't need to, we don't need to do that, dude. I, I'm a big, I, I'm a big uh, fan of the whole, let's just wait until something calls us. Dude, how has no one made a movie called Italians? Italians! Because <laughs> that was probably what the Australian government was calling them in the 40s. Yeah, you know what The Italians. Dude, imagine, imagine for no reason whatsoever, like hating Italians. Dude, that's a fantastic point. Because like back in the day, there was a reason to hate Italians because they were fucking Nazis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a brief little period. There was like, okay, yeah, that's justifiable. Yeah, like, yeah. We hate Italians. Any other time? What are you doing? Who cares, dude? Yeah. Look at that. They're adorable. Oh, actually, were they... Like, you know more about history than I do. Were Italians... They would have, I mean, they had fucking Mussolini. The Italians, Italian, Italy. They were kind of fucking mean. Italy as a culture has maybe the richest history of fascism in Europe. Mm. Like going all the way back to Rome. Yeah. Like just, just fascist through and through. But that's only because as a people, I just think they don't want to think about it. Yeah. They have a real, the train is on time. Yeah. That <laughs> attitude the whole time. Look at that, it's on time again, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and the moment the moment shit start going south and the trains don't run on time, mm. that's when they drag Mussolini, his wife and his dog out, fucking hang him in the street and rape their corpse. Yeah. Because they're like, how dare you interrupt the espresso? Like a mama used to rape. <laughs> like a... <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> but now, they because they're such an old culture, it's kind of yeah. like that sort of like, you know how you see like Bill Cosby in court? And he's like, he can't hurt anybody anymore. Yeah. That's how I feel about the Italian. I think Italian culture as a whole has just been like, well, we've done our pillaging. But they're tone deaf sometimes in the same way that Bill Cosby was tone deaf. Yeah. Like when he first got, before it got all overturned, mm -hmm. um, when he was first found guilty, you've seen that footage of him walking out of the courtroom mm. with all the cameras clicking yep. straight after being found guilty. Mm. And his first thing he does, he just goes, hey, 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 hey. Oh my God. Like he does Fat Albert after being found guilty of multiple sexual assaults. Crazy double down, dude. Like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> Insane double down. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's wild, man. That's like if you get, like, if you, like, were waiting out the front of, like, after, like, something like Ben Robert Smith. Yeah. Like, his trial for, like, war crimes. He comes out and he does a backflip. Like, <laughs> hey! <laughs> or he looks in the crowd and just, hey! Yeah, he's like, what's up, guys? Pachow! 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 Yeah, Ben Robert Smith is walking out of the court case doing finger guns. Yeah. Bow, bow. <laughs> like, the, he got like the cheapest lawyer and he's like, look, I've seen this a million times. Double down. 
it'll come across charming. Yeah, yeah, it'll come charming if you double down. And also do a puff piece talking about how you can't wait to shoot down the appeal process. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't feel like I would ever go to space. Just because, I mean, look, we already saw it with the submersible and shit like that. If you have enough money that you start being able to go to space or underwater or anything like that, God wants to kill you. I, I think it's the same reason that I would... It's like we catch planes all the time now, and it's statistically the most safest, but that's because we've given it 100 years. Yeah. Like if we were going... If there were commercial flights to space in the 70s, you bet your ass I'm on one next week. Yeah. But it's like I'm not in my lifetime is this ever going to be a... a a safe, easy thing to do. No, like we talked about, it's like no one, no smart person got on Leonardo da Vinci's helicopter. No, not a single one. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if this fucking cunt that owns the Titanic submersible was around then, yeah. he would have been with his son on Leonardo da Vinci's helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going like, what's the problem? Yeah. I'm rich. I can never die. Yeah. Just being like, let me take control of this Logitech Arena <laughs> controller. <laughs> Do you reckon we can make it over those mountains as the helicopters all falling apart, flying off? That's what I'm saying. And then after some time, we all go, we, okay, the helicopter's cool now. Yeah. But once they start doing commercial space travel, dude, it's, we're not gonna, it's not going to be around for long enough for us to actually get okay with it. Yeah. We're going to die probably without going to space. I'm fucking fine with that. Well, I, I kind of feel the same way about those new experimental flights they're doing where it, it'd take three hours to get to London where they fly up into the stratosphere and straight back down. Mm. And I'm like, man, there is a hell of a lot of entrepreneurs that are going to die in the next 10 years. Yeah, dude, big time. I fucking look at the bullet train sideways sometimes. I'm like, I don't know, man. I've caught it. It's it's a weird combination of amazing and kind of terrifying. You are going so fast yeah. and you don't feel it. I sort of don't want that. That can't be good. There's, um, oh, fuck, what was I going to say? No, I can't remember. But yes, it's, it's I, I don't mind the bullet train. Like the speed rail, we figured that out. Mm. We've been doing trains since the fucking 1800s. I was the only person that was happy when the light rail was coming because I was like, fuck yeah, a slow train. <laughs> a slow train that goes you. to nowhere you need to be. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, one second. Like, I wake up, I'm like, a slow train to the casino? <laughs> this is what I've wanted always. That stops every 10 meters? You boy, what year is it? <laughs> 2022, sir. The future. Just like a shitty fucking slow train with pensioners to the casino. I'm like, finally, this is exactly where I wanted technology to go. <laughs> but that's why trams work in Melbourne. Because the trams in Melbourne are old, they're cool, they're rickety, and then you only really want to go 20 meters up the road to get a little espresso with Giuseppe. Sure. But then you put them in Sydney. It's like, man, if I caught the train from work to where I live, mm. it takes me an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. It's 15 minutes on a regular train. Yeah. What a waste. It's an incredible waste of money. Taxpayers money. It's an incredible waste of money. <laughs> Dude, the light rail honked at me the other day. <laughs> awesome. And I, I was this close to being like, I reckon I could fight That's you. 100%, <laughs> dude. You could put your forehead firmly on the light rail like that and be like, <laughs> do something, cunt. <laughs> You can't stare down a train. You can stare down the you, light rail. You can fucking make a light rail flinch. Until <laughs> until it comes off its tracks and just does a U-turn just away. Dude, a guy got hit by a light rail six months ago. Oh, my God. He was in hospital for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, he got hit by the light rail and the doctor was like, you can go home. It's, it's, all right. it's, it's, a, it's a sprained ankle. Yeah. Who cares? Dude? You beat a pussy, dude. 
Dude, I, I just wanted the day off work. No one's going to believe it. Dude, I guarantee you fucking... You wait in front of the light rail like that. and Because it's not going to hit you. They're going to slow down. And you put your fucking forehead on the glass like that. And you look at the guy. The guy goes, well, this is the stop. <laughs> yeah, this is where we're stopping. This now. is the stop. <laughs> next stop, Sam Bowden's forehead. And no one complains because the next stop was two meters away anyway. Yeah, it's like also it was faster to walk the entire time, by the way. That's the first motor transportation that you can outrun. Yes. You can run faster than dude, the light rail. There was that viral video of the dude doing it in Melbourne. It's awesome. The guy that was messed up, he needed to get in the free tram zone. They wouldn't let him on, so he beat the tram oh, yeah, to that. the free tram zone, gets on the tram, and everyone applauds like that's hard. That's so <laughs> like, sick. Yeah, because no one fucking was such like a comp, like everything's like, you never have to hit full speed in 2023. No. When was the last time you hit full speed, dude? The first time I hit full speed outside of sport, mm-hmm. I remember it distinctly. 2015 Edinburgh mm-hmm. I had just done a sample bump from a dude outside of a club mm-hmm. and it's European Coke I lose my fucking mind I get the whole group kicked out of this first bar because I insist on making everyone scream panic at the disco and I'm banging on the table I'm like I am gacked out of my mind what song Rides In's Not Tragedies no 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 no. it was a, it was a new one off the album they dropped the year before fuck I can't remember. Doesn't it matter. It wasn't. It was the one after the Mona Lisa album. Because it does feel like a fucking coked up thing to be like everybody. Oh, well, imagine as I'm raising up yours. It what? was. It was the. It was. Um, Ballad of Mona Lisa. No, or? no, no. It was. It was the fuck. If you love me, let me go. Oh, vaguely, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. One of their best songs. One of their smaller hits. Okay. And then we go to this new club, and they're like, everyone's like. Sammy, you're not getting in. You can't um, sing Panic at the Disco full pelt here, look, Sammy. if we get into this club, you can't be singing emo hits from the, from the early noughties, all right? That's the giveaway. <laughs> this is Scotland. It's the Braveheart speech on nothing, all right? <laughs> so I'm getting all, all confident, and I'm like, no, I've got this Australian charm, but I'm screaming that sentence. Awesome. We get there, and the, the, the bouncer's shaking his head before we're even there. Great. They all go in, and the bouncer's like, there's no way you're getting in here. And mm. I'm like... Totally understand, man. It's time for me to go home anyway. Peace. And then I run from the center of Old Town to mm-hmm. where I live, which is a 25-minute walk. I cover that distance in like six minutes tops. That's awesome. And I'm, I've got fucking Fallout Boy in my ears. It's snowing. It's oh. two degrees. And I'm just fucking pound. I'm jumping over park benches. That's what freedom sounds and looks like. Dude, it really was. And then I got in. I kicked the door open. Dog. Boof. It, it's like one in the morning. Everyone's asleep. Yeah. And then I pass out immediately. Dude, isn't it such a shame that when you're feeling that good, that it's a hindrance to everybody that you meet? I know. It's almost like it's broken. Yeah. Isn't that unfair? It's really unfair. That instead of like you being that fucking hyped up, instead of it infecting people around you, it's mm. just like... Yeah, dude, because I watched, I watched Chimp Empire on Netflix a few weeks back. And when a chimp is like that, and they run through, and they're like, all, all of the chimps just like, go, oh, 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 oh. yeah, the monkey version of Panic at the Disco, screaming full pelt. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, we're doing it? Okay, we're, we're doing, doing it? it? Oh, yeah. fuck it. Whoa, Mona Lisa, Garadita, Mona But no, in the fucking evolved version at it, someone just being like, there's no way I'm going to let you pay 25 pounds to get in here, mate. Yeah. And you're like, all right, fine. Yeah, the other fucking evolution version, the evolved version of that is, are you high? Yeah. You're high, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, dude. Join me. You think I'm fucking hitting this stock? (laughs) 
Do you think how well, it came out of the factory like this? <laughs> no, I've been souped up. Yeah, this isn't factory settings. I'd be insufferable. Yes. You'll notice I was with a group before. They have now left. <laughs> but here I am having the best time, okay? It's a fantastic point. Yeah, I hate that fucking the shaming of like, oh, you must be high. It's like, yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Of course I am. This isn't just base level me. Are you retarded? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let me be high. Yeah, dude, it's absurd. And also, it's such a, I mean, you can get addicted to anything. But this whole, like, I don't need drugs to have a good time mentality, which is much more of our parents' thing. But it's like everything we ingest influences the way we feel. Everything. Mm. Fucking coffee, nicotine, foods, yeah. fats, sugars, salts, oils. What's a bit of weed and a bump every now and then? Yeah, dude. It's a vacation. I can't look this. And I, also with our parents, I'm like, brother, I couldn't, I can't afford like you could to go back fucking for, spend a month in Nicaragua or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like just off of like a one person income salary. Yeah. My vacation is a bump every three months. Yes. That's my vacation. That's, that's stopping me from blowing my fucking brains out. Yeah. Once every now and again, I'm going to go into a bathroom stall and have a little vacation in there. I'm going to Kentucky at fucking. I'm going to Kentucky at Vic on the Park. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. With three of my mates, we're going to have a great time. That's my Kentucky, dude, because I can't afford to fucking go into Europe. Yeah, you go to the condo in Fiji. I start a small business. Yes. At the Enmore Hotel. <laughs> yeah. And the beauty of that is we never do it. I have a fucking field day in my notes app. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking high as fuck being like hats for dogs. <laughs> That's Remember this. <laughs> You and I doing mushrooms and playing music for an hour, that's oh. our investment property. Yes. Like that's that was that was what it was. That's I don't get a house, but I get a nice little story to pass down to my kids, being like, me and Uncle Sam, who is dead now. <laughs> From scratch remembered how to play Panic at the Disco. <laughs> that's our generation, dude. Yeah. Don't make me fucking feel weird for that. Yeah, don't make me feel weird for that. Every, and also, every trickling study that comes in suggests that the vast majority of these can be used medicinally. So, like, give us a little bit of a break here. I don't think I would enjoy getting high as much or feel the need to get as high as much is if I could work a four-day week and uh, pay for the house, pay for all the food, pay for a family, go on holiday. Yes, because why would I ruin it? A couple of beers would do me just fine. Yes. Why, why would I ruin this fantastic life that I've been given? Yeah. I can afford everything. I own my house. Brother, I can afford to go for a little vacay every now and again. If I do drugs, I actually might hinder that. Yes. So why would I fuck with it? But while we're here already, I'll take a line. Yeah. It's like fucking like the um, like when people talk about like saving money for a house, <coughs> and they're like, dude, if you just save like a little bit for fucking, especially now, it's like if you save a little bit for like forty five years. You might be able to die under a roof you want. Yeah. It's like, dude, the finish line is so far away. I'm getting a Funko Pop. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, maybe you've stopped having all those fucking cappuccino, cafe breakfast, all that shit. I'm like, yeah. no. Because I will never, I may never see that finish line. 
Yeah. I will have eggs Benedict. Something is actually going to have to go horribly wrong for me to be able to afford a house. Yes. Yeah, there needs to be another global pandemic and I need to be ready for it this yeah. time and invest in the right things or make my own vaccine. I need to fucking study so I can make the next vaccine. And thanks to medical regulation, you can't do the whole snake oil salesman bullshit? No. Fucking A, dude. Where you're like, COVID? Well, try <laughs> Malinky Dink's cure-all elixir. <laughs> it's like you rub it on your scalp. Rub it on your scalp. Put it in your eyes. It's just, it's like you just, it's just piss. Just gives everyone alopecia. <laughs> yeah, hair falls out. Ah, but now you don't have to purchase hair products. You're saving money. Mah. That's true. I think I'd be a lot happier if I could be a snake oil salesman, dude. If what, something like that came around and it was you versus Pfizer, where it's yeah. like you have to travel in a cart selling your miracle elixir yeah, for dude. COVID. Dude, that's <laughs> mad. Yeah, man, the finish line is so far away. I mean, we don't know that for certain, but let's, like, everything... It Let's feels far away. feels far away. That's why I was like, well, I mean, I guess I could not take out my super during COVID. Mm. Or I could take it out, fucking actually enjoy, do my best to enjoy having to stay at home. Sure. And try this alpha brain I've heard so much about. Yeah. Live life now. Yeah. That was a... Th <laughs> That's my ad for take your super out now. <laughs> take your super out now. Fuck up any future investments. Live life now. Look, we are heading towards a huge banking crash. Your super's going to be worth nothing. Yeah. Take out your super... Buy the boys some bags. Take it all out. Put it in merino wool. Because we're going to need warmth. Because there's going to be a fucking EMP that takes out all heating and electricity. And you're going to be the cunt with all the merino wool. Yeah. and all of a I sudden, came up with that just now. And I'm not even high. Put that in the notes app. People, people are going to be coming to you. Straight up. Dude, if you're in the apocalypse and you're the guy with all the merino wool. Oh, dude. You are an oligarch. A hundred percent. Same same if you can find a way to purchase a plot of land and then defend a lake. That's mad, dude. Freshwater? Oh my god, you get to be the king, bro. Oh dude, you are the freshwater you king. You get to start doing this. Is that your daughter? <laughs> you get to start doing that one. Bring her to me. Bring her to me. Is that her sister? <laughs> Bring her as well. You guys are going to hate this. <laughs> come, come. This is also why you and I weren't born into money because we have fucking dictator tendencies. Oh. It's like the second we fucking get a little bit of money, we're like, what if I was a tyrant? What if, what if I was awful and could get away with it? <laughs> what if I traded Merino wool for people's daughters? What if I had access to international borders? <laughs> I just love the concept of international borders. Just like as a general idea, there's a spot if you can reach it where you can set a disabled person on fire, and everyone's like, "It was fair game." It was in international waters. It was international waters. Which begs the question: Why didn't he put himself out? Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what? Uh, why? What confuses me about the whole Anzac mythology? Mm. We like we really glorify Gallipoli, mm. fetishize it, right? Yeah. We've discussed this on the pod before. Do you know who doesn't get any fucking cred? And personally, who I think is way cooler. The government. There was more at stake. <laughs> the government. The government that sent them. <laughs> the government. That sent People Dude. talk shit about them all the time. Those are hardworking lads back there. <laughs> you know how hard it is to make up propaganda. That king was working overtime. He painted all those pit posters himself. Working really hard. He got over that stutter. <laughs> <laughs> With the help of famous Anzac Jeffrey Rush. <laughs> Who's never done anything wrong. Like, he was so... That was a hard-working king. No, who, who doesn't get the credit they deserve? The rats of Tobruk. Do you know who they are? It's fucking World War II. Is it, is it the rats that were under the helmets that were helping them shoot the Turks back? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Ratatou, we killing this. <laughs> <laughs> Every rat that is a, that's a chef, there's another rat that's like a Navy SEAL. <laughs> the fucking cigarette, like a bandolier underneath Nanzac's helmet, pulling his hairs. That's why when you see those old footage, they've all got... Fucking, <laughs> and the guy's like, those are, those are women, dude. And the rat's like, kill them. <laughs> They're civilians. They're unarmed. And the rat's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> War crime ratatouille. <laughs> if only Ben Robert Smith pled. <laughs> pled. I had a war crime ratatouille moment. <laughs> no, who the, who are the rats of <laughs> The rats of Tobruk were Australian Anzac soldiers in um in Africa in Egypt, I believe, who when Rommel's uh 5th army was trying to take over North Africa mm. would tunnel underneath uh, the city they were trapped in, oh surrounded. God. They would tunnel out to pick up supplies and tunnel back in underneath the city. Holy fuck. And, it, and it's just really fucking cool. And then they, the Australians ended up holding this town for long enough against a much larger force running low on ammunition. Um, so Montgomery's tank army could eventually beat Rommel and retake Africa. And that was the first domino that fell in the Nazi regime. Like, it's the first defeat the Nazis ever had. And then everything else just fucking tumbled. It's really cool. Holy and, shit. And it was against a bad guy that was, like, genuinely bad. Don't get me wrong. The Germans always try and take over the world. Sure. But the other one was this weird sort of, like, well, we, you know, the British government made us do it and we died in our thousands, our, our hundreds of thousands. And then this one's like, yeah, a, cu- like a few of us died, but also we just chugged some Egyptian beer, dug a couple of holes and told Rommel to fuck off. That's awesome, dude. And it just never gets... Same with same with um the dudes in Papua New Guinea. <coughs> they what? fucking fought off the Japanese in the jungle. In the, ho- in the holes? Yeah. And worked with the local Papua New Guineans. So Bro, like, that's so dark. Dude, they worked together and the Papua New Guineans would track the Japs, relay it through an interpreter to the Australians, and that's how they started finding Jap positions. It's fucking, there's so much cool military history, but we stick to this this huge, catastrophic administrative failure like it's the best thing we've ever done. Like We got so much cool shit. That's incredible. I had no idea. So we were tunneling, man. That's always been crazy to me that it's like someone went, what if we just dig? Yeah. And we keep digging a, a hole big enough for literally just one guy. Yeah. And send him out there. Do, 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 do. And it worked. Yeah, it worked. Because like that is one of those ideas that if you heard that and you were in the room, you were like, shut the fuck up, dude. Who's going to do that? Yeah. And you know who ended up saving them? Mm. Who, who was who, who one of the, the huge thing that, uh, one of the things that really halted the Nazi control over North Africa? Mm. The first iteration of the SAS. A bunch Which? of Northern Irish, Scottish, English, and Welsh cunts who were like, what if instead of just walking into battle in the middle of the night, we start blowing up airfields? Oh my God, that's awesome. And the whole British government was like, this is completely off the books. And it started working so well that they had to put it on the books. Dude, so incredible that there's that like in- insane hero history there. And now the SAS is just a TV show with Merrick Watts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the devolution of it. It used to be this incredible, um, and it still is, but now it's like, hey, did you know that uh, Greg Colleen can do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, 
Apparently, it's not fucking hard at all. <laughs> Alf Stewart from Home and Away is fucking carrying the boats. Dude, Akmal Sali's cracking jokes, walking over barbed wire here. It's not that hard. Just overnight devalue immediately what you do. <laughs> Alex, it's time. Yeah, baby. To go find a strong return to form. Let's do it. Calling Spy Sally. 18 do, at once. Do we have a, do we have like a, is there a game plan? We, maybe we should figure out a game plan for this one because there's so many restaurants. I reckon, again, no game plan. I do, I do just like going in honest. All right, let's go in With honest. our hats in our hands, metaphorically. Old Jim Key. Louis, please have this speaking. How can I help you today? Hello, was it Louis? Sorry. Um, hi, hi. My name is Sam, and I'm here with uh, Alex, my colleague. And uh, we are from a podcast called Wall Free Lunch, where uh, every week we try to get a free lunch and or dinner. And uh, normally we call restaurants one at a time, but we know Spice Alley has like 18. So we're wondering if we might be able to get a free lunch from maybe your most favorite or least favorite. Um. Yeah, and you told me after like 10 minutes because my manager is not here. So you will assist me with that one. I reckon we can call back in 10 minutes. That sounds good. If, if, you, can't, if you can't do us one on the sneaky. We Sorry? Might, if you can't uh, sort of do one, uh, you know, sort of around the brass, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So like we don't get the manager involved at all. We don't want to leave a paper trail here. We're just trying to get a free lunch. And... Yeah. Honestly, it's just us three right now. Um, if we add another yeah, person. All, all the things with uh, my man is on us, so you will assist you with this one. All right. Well, we, we might sit tight and assess. Do they sound like the kind of person that might give us a free lunch, or are we just going to get called back? Are we going to call back to be told no? Yeah, sure. I'm not ready. Sorry? Thank you. Yep. Okay. All right. I, look, I had a feeling that that was going to be a tough one from the beginning. I did too. When you went, hello, is it Louise? And she went... Yes, um... What? Yeah. It's like, your name. Your name, Louise. I, d- I feel like... What's just listen back to when she was like, hello, my name is Karuna. My English is minimal. Can you please speak slowly? And I'm like, Louise? Dude, this is the thing. If we call back, I'm sick of fucking this shit. We'll call back and then the manager just tells us no in a different accent. Yeah, I know. It's such... <laughs> Yes, it's a pain in the ass. So do we do we do we try again in ten minutes? Let's see how we feel. Let's, Let's see, see how, how we feel. Because right now I'm feeling pretty defeatist about the whole thing. I am too. Spice Alley was a bold call, but we've shot low with with the last one we called, which was Beck, yeah? Yep. And Dude, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That's a hundred hundred percent true. That's why we do have two free lunches under our belt. Yeah. And I'm really proud of those free lunches. Three, I think, actually. What was the third? The live one. Newcastle. Yeah. And then we have, oh, it's three. Oh my God, it's three. Yeah, we've had three, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. We've had three free lunches. Yeah, you miss 100% of the show. Think about all the people that have never gotten a free lunch once. I know. And we've gotten free lunches outside of free lunch. And now we've set up a business plan where we have secured three free lunches. Yeah, dude, that's difficult to do. I think this is a success. Yeah. It is. I'll tell you what, in terms of starting a podcast, it's finished what it set out to do. It, it has, yes. It finished what it set out to do in, what, the third episode? Yeah, we got a free lunch. Yeah. When people go like, why would you do a podcast now? It's like, I don't know, we got a free lunch out of it. Isn't that good enough? Is, yeah. <laughs> it's not good enough these days. 
Dude, if, if you got a free lunch back in the 70s, that's all you spoke about. Yeah, dude. We don't need to eat dinner tomorrow. I've got a free lunch today. Dude, to this day, if you just, as a regular person, get like an extra sauce or something at McDonald's, you're like, they gave us an extra sauce. <laughs> we'll come back here. Five stars on Google. It's like, now picture the entire thing is free. Oh. Some people will never feel that feeling, dude. Dude. Fuck Everest. <laughs> I feel like a goddamn king. Every time we get a free lunch. Straight up, dude. It's like nothing can fucking hold me down. Weirdly enough, that's the lunch I want to pay for the most. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's the kind of lunch. That's the lunch that eventually you go back to. Yes. Once we start making money. You know. I never forgot you. I never forgot that we never paid you for that child grill, Charlie's. I'll pay for the chicken roll this time. (laughs) Dude, did you see that they're trying to fucking take down the goat? Who? Fucking Dr. Tio. Oh, he, that dude, he's already been found guilty. He must appear. We can't lose Dr. Tio. Don't you want to have a maverick doctor out there? Uh, yeah, I'd break some rules. <laughs> you know what I mean? Break a few rules, challenge a few ideas. Fuck, fuck what Hippocrates said. Yeah, if he you used want to, to make go back an on his word all the time. <laughs> if you want to fucking make an omelet, you break some eggs, Dr. Tio. Yeah. In brackets, people's brains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Botch surgery, huge <laughs> malpractice lawsuit. Give it a crack. See what happens when you swap the liver and the kidneys around. I want to have a maverick doctor out there, a last resort. That's the thing. That's what mm. Dr. Tio was. That's why he was the fucking best in the world. Because he was the only one to look at someone's brain, smoke the rest of the cigarette and go, I think I got it. <laughs> and then put the cigarette out on the brain. <laughs> like, I, and it's done. Done. Fixed. Nurse, sew it. <laughs> and the person woke up and they were like, give this guy all the money in the world. <laughs> Because genuinely, he was the amount of people in the because I saw the like uh, what like news.com.au put Instagram up, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like Dr. Tio has four weeks to appeal or he'll t- they'll take away his, his practice. All the comments were like, This was my experience with Dr. Tio, he was he is the best doctor after yeah. everybody turned us he away. He has so many defenders, yeah, it's crazy. So it's like you can't cancel him, but it is funny to think that fucking the Daily Wire is going to have a surgeon soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Sky News are going to have a, their version of Dr. Dr. Chris T- Brown. It's <laughs> yes. Dr. Charlie. Well, practice Tio. Has washing your hands gone too far? <laughs> well, I, as a doctor, never washed my hands because I thought that the, I, I know that if the bacteria is strong enough, it will kill whatever you're operating on. Yeah. And sometimes that kills the patient. But I'm not going to change. Me, Dr. Theo, rarely wash my hands because I was afraid it would wash the magic off. <laughs> uh, the, I'll be real. The one day I washed my hands, I killed two people. I killed two people the and day I washed my hands. <laughs> the medical board demanded I start doing it. And now two people no, are was, dead. Just fucking listen to me. <laughs> the hands need to stay dirty. <laughs> All right, it's not grit under my nails; it's magic dust. <laughs> Produce it myself. Cause for for real, I, I, if we lose Doctor Tio, that part of me that no, you know how much of a hypochondriac I am. Yeah. Every time I was afraid that I had brain cancer or something, there was like fifteen percent of my brain that was like, "Well, I could always go to Doctor Tio." <gasps> Do you know what we forget about with Doctor Tio as well? One of the other things is he's such a maverick. He was like, "No, no, 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 no." I know we have public health care, but you still have to pay me. Yeah. He was like, I'm sorry, this, I'm, magic hands, $50,000. Yeah. yeah. And everyone was like, yeah. And it worked. That's what I'm saying. That's what, in my brain, every time I freaked out, I was like, well, I could always start a GoFundMe if I need to. Yeah. And get to Dr. Tio. Yes. But if he's not even an option. What am I going to do? 
What am I going to do when I have my hypochondriac phases? You bleed out. <laughs> You're like, I'm just going to bleed out. Really? And if it wasn't for Dr. Charlie Teo, I would still be alive. Yes, I could have just gone to the hospital. If I get into like a car, like a horrible car accident where my body's like mangled around my fucking steering wheel mm. and they're like, we'll call the ambulance. I'm like, what's the point? Dr. Teo isn't even fucking working. Yeah, what have you got there? Someone else? They're <laughs> just going to put fucking vapor on my back and tell me it's $70,000. Dude, that's, that's the best thing to say coming out of surgery. Just like immediately, just as you wake up, you know how sometimes you wake up post surgery, not in the bed. Mm. You're like, oh, I'm still, I'm, I'm awake. They're taking me into the room. Mm. That's when you just go, whatever they've done, whatever it is, you just go, you're good, but you're no Charlie Tia. <laughs> and then you just nod yeah, back yeah. off. Just no, press the button for the morphine. <laughs> that hurt, didn't it? Take that, cunt. <laughs> Thanks for everything, but you're no fucking Dr. Tia. Hey man, shoddy craftsmanship, but I guess it was free. I would have paid for Charlie. Because <laughs> for real, he is the man. I don't know enough about all the situation to make a and judgment call. Just but very quickly, sorry to all the families, of course. Of course, it's a fucking tragedy that happened to your loved ones. But fuck, man, let's be real, he's kind of the god. You can't ping it on shit, T.O., alright? Cristiano Ronaldo. Sends a ball over the crossbar every now and every then. Every now and again, right? man. Every now and then, it ends up in the top stands. Every now and then, Charlie Teo, the magic's going to be too strong. Yeah. And it's going to wipe out your weak. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're fucking, they're fucking trying to cancel him, dude. But to be fair, he has killed two people. He has <laughs> killed two people. Let's look at the other side of the coin. There are two bodies underneath that side. But don't you want him out there? Let me ask you a question. How many doctors are worse doctors but better at covering up the fact that they were responsible for the death of a patient? Because people die on the operating table every fucking day. Yeah, dude. It's a risk. They're tearing yeah. you open, they're poking around. I found out my first day as a surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the open day that went too far? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, I just, everyone else got a pamphlet. I was like, I'm going to fucking operate on this cunt, see if I like it. It was careers day and you came out of the bathroom, everyone had walked on and then two nurses were like, ah, oh, Dr. Malinkovic, thank you so much for coming. Yeah. They put scrubs on you, you needed even, in more five. I do blink for a second, I'm like scalpel. <laughs> you 13 years old, just tit height on a bench. Nurse, could you move his leg over? I can't and I'm reach. like, women don't have a penis? <laughs> What the <laughs> fuck is in her belly? Oh, she's she's pregnant. Whoa, dude, that's oh, crazy. God. Let's open up. Let's have a look. Dude, there's a whole baby in here. What the fuck? I didn't know they start dead. I really... <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, you're in surgery. Something's gone wrong. True okay? that. That's... Oh, we lost another good one. Another OG, right? <laughs> dude, it's fucking... I know if I was a doctor, I'd get sued for malpractice. Oh, yeah, me too. Big time, dude. Fuck. I would be disgraced immediately. Because I reckon... Here's the problem. The problem is that you can't get through uh, a, like a doctor degree the same way you get through an arts degree in the sense that you can kind of just get stoned, hang out, and then just yeah. pull it together on the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's not up to interpretation if they're alive or not. Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm not like, they're like, he, you fucking killed him. And I'm like, well, was he ever really living? <laughs> I pose that question to you, sir. And they're like, I understand, but that didn't really come across. So we're going to pass you, but we, the subtext wasn't good enough on the surgery. 
and then the one surgeon you fucking hate who just just does interpretive surgery. They're like, you're the best surgeon in the world. Dude. Yes. <laughs> that was Charles Deere who's doing interpretive <laughs> surgery. And all the other doctors were like, that's not surgical theatre. <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out. I hope, I hope, I hope life goes well enough that you and I both <laughs> go into the medical practice. I, I <laughs> you know why I can't be a doctor? Mm. <laughs> this is really upsetting. I shit too much. Awesome. I can't build a schedule around that. Yeah, you can't be in like 12 hour surgery, like being like, oh, 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 oh no, I'm definitely going to shit myself this time. Guys, I'm meerkatting. I should have had that fourth coffee. Oh my God. You know that, you know that old photo of like four surgeons all on the floor like oh, that? Oh, yeah, after it, the first like heart transplant or whatever. Yeah, it's like it took him 18 hours or whatever the fuck. It's that photo, but instead of blood, it's just shit because you've shit everywhere. <laughs> just just shit everywhere. <laughs> It's a famous photo. It's like Sam Bowden in a 21-hour surgery, breaking the record. Shit's everywhere. <laughs> Shit's absolutely everywhere. Killing the patient after saving the patient. <laughs> yeah, I finished, the sur- <laughs> I finished the surgery and ruined it by shitting my pants. <laughs> Projectile shit everywhere. It gets in the wound. Guy dies immediately. I'm panic shitting. I'm running around the theater going, oh, there's too much. I can't hold it. But also, the nurses are so tired, so they just stay slumped. Yeah. <laughs> covered in shit. Oh, fuck. It You're well. covered just... in shit. <laughs> Everyone's covered in shit. It's like a historical photo of the worst thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I get sued from our practice at Two Cunts with a podcast. like, he's the best doctor that's ever been in the entire world, dude. <laughs> he shits himself one time. Dude, that's really it, man. That's enough to get fucking sued for malpractice, shitting yourself. You're right, yeah. You can never go into the medical field. No. Nah. I'm so sorry, man. There's still hope for me, I think. <laughs> what if you are the best doctor, but only while you're wearing a pink velour Von Dutch hat? <laughs> yeah. I have to get, like, little scrubs for my Von Dutch hat. Yeah. <laughs> And then as a gift one day, you get the Von Dutch hat back, but it's a really short brim, so you can fit the mask over. And you're oh, like, guys, this is the nicest that's thing. That's so sweet. Thank you. Dude, do you remember when Borders closed? And uh, this drove me nuts, but in hindsight, it's so funny. When Borders closed and they were trying to sell out all their stock, they marked all the books up mm. so exponentially and then like was like 90% off. But I remember picking up this like giant hardcover World War II book that was like A3. It was like one of those mm. big big books and it was said recommended retail price four hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> and it was like now going for 95 and awesome. it's like jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> like it wasn't We've even lost cheap our fucking mind. yeah it wasn't even cheap there were books there that you could there was um like a, what, what was the aragon that dragon series all of those books eighty dollars <laughs> well, it was still with the discount yeah still with the discount uh, Ericon One used to be five hundred dollars. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, and the guy that works, he's like, "Yeah, could you believe it? <laughs> it's mental." Did I mention we're? That's why down? we discounted it. We were like, five hundred dollars is too expensive." Dude, who would spend a thousand dollars on a coffee table book? <laughs> he reported, "We really look after our customer." That's why this coffee table book you can take away now for two ninety nine. It will cost as much as a coffee table. You guys fucking suck. <laughs> Ballsy though, I like yeah, it. Of course you go into business. 
God. You know, when they came up with that, they were like, yes, that's a genius idea. Oh, yeah. People are going to think like this is 400% off. <laughs> and you know what was crazy? It always had a cue. Yeah, because the sales were amazing. The sales were amazing. The, the, the percentages were insane. Holy shit. Geronimo Stilton, one through three, the children's book, used to be $1,200. <laughs> you could lease Percy Jackson or you could take it out for 380 That's awesome. You have, you have to rent the barefoot investor from these guys. <laughs> Can I get it with all the trimmings as well? Can you throw it in? Yeah, sure. We've got it signed copy here. Yeah. When you open the book, the pages spin. It's really cool. The bottom of the book lights up. We'll add the extra page that tells you what fucking bullshit quotes you should tell your friends from the Barefoot Investor. Mm, yeah. You can be that guy now. A whole leaflet that says how to be smunk. Yeah. Oh, brother. Sorry. No, I'm way over on my splurge account. You know how about multiple accounts? Like splurge? I'm like, yeah, welcome to being an adult. Yeah. You I have all the money in the one account. Yeah. Are you retarded? Dude. You needed a book to tell you separate that shit? <laughs> You were getting paid fortnightly and be like, I have $2,000. <laughs> Ending each week being like, how do I lose all this $2,000? Like spending, you know, like a toddler where they get $50. They're like, I'm going to use all $50. Yeah. Could you imagine being an adult and being like, every time I get paid, I use all the money? No, that's really hard to imagine, no, Alex. <laughs> but like before bills, like, I mean, like. If you just got $750 and you didn't pay rent, you didn't pay anything, but you went out and you bought like so many time zone points with $750. Just imagine, you know how sometimes you go out, you got money, you've just been paid, and then you're like, oh, I, sh I shouldn't have spent all that. <coughs> imagine doing that at like an arcade. Oh. Like being a 38-year-old dude, mm. coming back from your job at occupation. Yeah. And then you just be like, oh, dude, fuck, man. <laughs> I threw $490 into a claw machine yeah. last night. <laughs> you have to run up to your girlfriend with your hand out. Be like, I need more money. And she's like, what did you spend it on? You're like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Mario Kart, but they have it at the arcade, so you actually get to drive it. You feel more like Mario, can I have some more money, please? <laughs> more money now. <laughs> Come on, please. Need it, I need <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Gives you $1,000? <laughs> yeah. Straight back to Mario Kart. You come back with Pokemon Monopoly. You're like, look what I did. <laughs> Is that what you got for $1,000? That's not all I got. <laughs> yeah. 20 Zappos. You're like, yeah. We can eat for a week. <laughs> we don't need to buy groceries. I have every flavor of Zappos. <laughs> And so then you awesome. just go to work like, yeah, no worries, Jim. I'll have those on my desk by the morning. But don't worry about <laughs> and you're, it. And you're like, fine, let's go home. You're like, and another thing. And she looks back and you're on your knees with a plastic ring. You're like, <laughs> this, that was like the 40, 40 tokens at times. <laughs> on. Will you marry me? Okay. You put it on her finger and you're like, if you build the top off, it's a jelly pop. <laughs> <laughs> you start bragging at the water cooler. Dude, I got it the best ring, dude. It is a delicious ring. I know you guys probably fucking bought your girlfriend's rings. How many people can say they won it? <laughs> I won her ring. I worked so hard at Time Zone. <laughs> you just went into a jeweler. I spent 70 hours on the drum game at Time Zone to afford my girlfriend's ring. 
<laughs> what they meant when they say when you get your girlfriend a ring, it has to be three months' salary. They left out at, at, <laughs> at time zone. <laughs> Spent at time zone, of course. <laughs> oh, dude. One more thing. Um, are you fucking getting these videos? And they start. They've started to relax with them now. But the videos of people being like, "You're mispronouncing these Italian words." Oh, I've kind of always got them. Yeah, but I get them for a lot of like English stuff. What do you mean? Like word things. Would you be like, "These are the things that you're saying wrong in this language." Right. But like where people go, like, because it's a whole culture of like people get like bragging about Italian, and it's yeah. like, it's not bruschetta, it's bruschetta. Yeah, those people. Yeah, without any of the awareness that if I don't speak Italian, that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, that's like the second I chuck that accent on, it's like, yeah. you can screenshot that. Yeah, <laughs> like that's it, fucked up. It's bruschetta here, okay? Yeah, because we make it wrong, so we say it wrong. And also, it just always feels like the like the widest, most Anglo cunt. That went to Italy and found it the easiest language to learn. Yeah. And now they're arrogant about it. Yeah. Being like, you don't say bonjour, it's buongiorno. 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 <laughs> You're like, can you, you sound fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's stupid. Oh, we, it's the same deal. Like, if I'm ordering a, a like, a, 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 a gnocchi fagiol, mm. I'm asking for the fagioli. The fagioli, right? dude. It's the fagioli. All day long. Welcome to Australia. I'll have the fagioli. With some bruschetta. Thank you. And some spag bowl, just like your nan used to make. <laughs> also, fucking, the cut, these motherfuckers, are, it's always countries that it's like cool to like. Yeah. As well. And I'm like, no, this is how the world works. People have accents. Bro, when backpackers come over here, we don't go, mate, it's pronounced hot dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not hot dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What you're describing is an accent. Yeah, you don't go up the other way and go up to a French person and say like, look, do I need to explain the letter H to you? Okay? <laughs> it's not uh, it's her. Huh. Yeah. So it's like they do, the, it's only because it's Italy there's an arrogance of knowing it. But yeah, it's fucking, bro, if you come here, yeah. We're not like you're saying it wrong, bruh. Yeah, yeah. But there's like this thing with Italian where it's like, you have to sound silly. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be a racist for uh, one word. At a time, sound absolutely ridiculous. Do it again. Ask me for ask me again. Can I please have the carbonara? Fettuccine. <laughs> yeah, it's also always food and shit like that. It's never yeah. like, no, you're saying it wrong. It's a domestic violence. <laughs> Violencia domesticano. <laughs> You can't say that because if you said that in conversation, people would think that you were, it was ridiculous to be like, hi, I need to report a Valencia domesticana yeah. next door. Yeah, there's a husband out, Chioni. <laughs> you sound fucking ridiculous, man. There is an airborne bambino. <laughs> You must come quick. But the cop's like, no, no, no. It's pronounced Erborno Bambino. Oh, you must be from Australia, eh? <laughs> the, the cops say Italians now here too, okay? But yeah, it's just fucking, you sound ridiculous when you Italian up one word. Yes, no, you've got to, you've, you've, you can be respectful like bruschetta. Mm. But yeah, you can't just, you, you can't do that. Yeah. Particularly with wine. Yeah, dude. A Sauvignon Blanc. A Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. Brother, we both know I'm ordering a Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. And it's not stupid. It's a Pinot Grigio. I'm saving you the eye roll. 
Yes. By going Savignon Blanc. Unless you're the kind that eye rolls because I didn't put the accent on. Yeah. I wish nothing but death to you. Yeah, you're the worst person in the world. If I go Savignon Blanc and you go, oh, all right. I am not pronouncing Tempranillo any other way. No, nah, brother. Tempranillo. And also, while we're at it, I'm going to say Tortilla. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes the why is a little bit out of my way. You say Tortilla, I'll say Borillo. What is it? Above. Borillo. Borillo. Zambrero. Borillo. Borillo. And gelada. Just chucking in places. <laughs> Could I please have a uh, cuatro queso and gelada? Corno chip. Corno chips. <laughs> Salsa and corn <laughs> chips, please. <laughs> See how you guys fucking like it. The fucking no. Because <laughs> that's the thing. There is a line between being respectful and then just straight up making fun of the <laughs> culture. Why are you guys obsessed with corn? That's also fucking. That's why it bothers me because it looks offensive when the chick's going, "It's bruschetta." That's very rude. I'm like, you look like you're doing this, like the fucking Muppet version of an Italian. Yeah, you know, it looks offensive. But then, like with languages where that's really important, like Asian languages, particularly mm. like Mandarin, where it's all that, mm. they God bless the Chinese. Their whole attitude is, don't even try. Yes. Like we're not going to judge you for not speaking this. Yeah, because they get it. Dude. Yeah. That's the other thing. By the way, also, if I'm in your country in Italy and I order a fucking cappuccino and you're like, it's after 11 a.m. And I go, I'm from Australia, dude. Do you know what everyone's here for? Old bricks you had nothing to do with. Yeah, dude. Okay. I will have a cappuccino at four in the afternoon, please. Yes. You work in the cart. You listen to me. Yeah. You'll be... <laughs> That's just being racist without the accent. <laughs> That's just what they call pure racism. Dude, I like to cut out the middle, man. You are nothing. You understand? <laughs> now fold up my goddamn pizza. Make me a latte. Dude, if I'm in Italy and I'm paying, I will call it stringy noodles. <laughs> but everything else is perfect. You, you, it's uh, oh, delicioso. Mm. Oh, the, the stringy fucking noodles <laughs> with piace, sauce. Mi piace, stringy noodles. <laughs> delicioso. Grazie, grazie. Ciao, 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 ciao. Ciao, bella, bella. Don Coleone. This thing in noodle, do you like it? Can I ask a favor? You will, you could take the plate away this time. Also, this is 100%. When we both lose our minds and they have to put us in a padded cell, this is what we're doing when you walk by the door. Yeah, everyone's peering at Those guys look harmless. And you're like, you don't understand how far this went. No, no. If you let them out for 10 seconds, they start a podcast and make fun of the Italians. Every time. Yeah, man. But we're, yeah. we're making some big enemies. We've made an enemy. I don't think we've made any allies. <laughs> no, maybe that's a better way to put it. We've made no we've made allies. Zero allies. Enemy by default. <laughs> Fuck, man. Sometimes we do slide into this real us against the world thing where it's like, hey, how about we take pot shots at fucking everyone Everything. and see who listens. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, trying to drive up controversy by talking about every group. Every single group. Haven't made one Japanese person mad yet. No. No phone calls from Ryan Shelton. <laughs> Which we seem to be doing okay. We're doing fucking everything we can to get one message. Like, I heard what you said. <laughs> one message. Like, I'm sorry. God damn. We need to rack these You guys will up. never work for the ABC. Because <laughs> also it's a dog. It's a stupid thing because then Europe is so old. Obviously, you drive 20 minutes, everyone sounds fucking different. Yeah. It's like, who cares? 
Yeah, dude. I, but it was also, it's like the idea that you're going to show up and not pronounce the word correctly and the Italian person is going to give you any stink for it. Yeah. That doesn't exist. Yeah. You're just like, oh, you're not from here. Of course you don't say it, Fajul. Of course you say it in a silly way. I get why it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? But it's only the Anglo person that goes over and goes, no, you res- you say it right. Yeah. It's like, they don't give a fuck. Dude, I'm not sure if you've seen this video of this dude dressed in a sombrero, uh, a poncho, and a giant, ridiculous Mexican mustache. No, no, I have seen what you say, but you, it's not the poncho. It's not that. It's the guys in old Chinese garb. <gasps> I've seen the Mexican one. Oh, there's a, there's a Mexican one. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. Sorry, because this will be the same thing. Like he goes through like a uni campus, and he's like, "Do you think this costume is offensive?" And everyone is just like, "It's really insensitive. It's not your culture, man. Like that's really not cool. I don't mm. want to. No, it's really not. It's really offensive." And mm. then he goes where there's heaps of Mexican people, and he's like, "What do you think of my costume?" And they're all like, "He's fucking hilarious, <laughs> bro. <laughs> he's a very good." Yeah, dude. Oh, fuck. This is. This is uh, a fucking video essay that I watched on YouTube mm. about, there used to be an uh, old Reddit thread called, called Two Balkan For You. Right. Right. And it was all of the old Balkan countries, people uh, people uh-huh. from them, making memes about each other. Oh no, <laughs> dude, that's so... So like... Holy fuck, of course you would have consumed all that and that wouldn't have never been on my radar. Dude. That's awesome. There was, so it would be like a Croatian dude would be like, Serbians look like this. And it's the most unhinged memes. It's like a beaver with a, like a cigarette. <laughs> and it's like 1 million up. <laughs> Great. Like, and every group made it about all the, like different memes about each other. Yeah. And they were talking about how this was actually a, a huge reason why Yugoslavia didn't break up originally was because there was a good, like not a meme culture, obviously back in the day. But there was uh, this fucking Croatian guy, this Serb dude. Yeah, sure. Did, so there were jokes constantly going about each of the cultures. Yeah. And that's why Yugoslavia never broke up because they always had that like thing to release the tension. And they say that the 10 years leading up to the war, those jokes started disappearing. Interesting. That people just stopped making fun of each other and the tension just stayed and built, culminating in the war. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's a real sort of like you gotta you gotta let people make a bit of fun and then everything's chill. Yeah, and then the the two Balkan for you Reddit thread got taken down by this white chick that's a mod, and she was like, "This is all hate speech," oh. and they were like, "No, actually, we're, we're actually becoming closer because of this. Yeah, 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 this is all bullshit. This is how we communicate our yeah. culture." And they th- they shut down the thread. Oh, dude, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, but isn't that interesting that it's like you take down that sort of speech. And then actual tension starts building yeah. and then an actual war happens. But while that speech is there and people are making fun of each other, everything's cool. Everything's totally fine. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that is a little nuts. It's, it's It feels like such the perfect domino effect of how humans work. It's like it starts with being like forgetting to just like release the gas tank a little bit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you guys are shooting each other where 10 years ago you're like, you guys wear a hat's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Look at this idiot with his hat. It's like, what if we microdose the war crime? Yeah. And just put it into a meme. Dude, uh, like, Psst, let some of the air out. Yeah, you got to microdose, you got to microdose racism in the form of humor. Ethnic cleanse with a toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> you never have to get the power washer out. You know That's what I mean? That's a fair point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything else from your camp? Interesting choice of words. Oh fuck! <laughs> Sorry, man. Old habits. No, no, I don't really think. I, I, I think. I think I'm pretty much. I don't really have anything. <coughs> Do we want to call the manager? 
Nah, fuck it. I don't think they're going to give it to us. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. We're just looking for that one good egg. We'll find them. They're out there. They've been out there before. They've been out there before. They'll be out there again. Yeah. Maybe we could bully the employees of Fortress into giving us a free lunch. Next week, let's try Fortress. Oh, that's Yeah, why, why don't we do that? That sounds good. I'm into that. It was a pretty good palmy. Yeah? Yeah. I've never and had a good palmy. Then you, you've never had a good palmy? Never had a good palmy. That's because you pronounce it's parmigiana. <laughs> parmigiana. It's polos parmigiana. You have to cut off air supply to your nose <laughs> and say, parmigiana. <laughs> Try to speak from your ears. Picture you are very small. You are a tiny <laughs> little man with big mustache. You and your tiny man, you don't go parmigiano. You say parmigiano. <laughs> you little. <laughs> and wave your hands like you're trying to be picked up onto a bench. No, no, no. Again, like, but little Mario. <laughs> a little tiny. Little. Before he gets to the mushroom. You too, you too, Wario. Too Wario, more Mario. <laughs> okay? You want woo, not <laughs> You ever heard a Celtic war song? No. Dude, I heard one the other day. I'll see if I can find it. Because it was... Let me... Okay, let me make sure I can find the the right one here. Or at least the one that sets the same tone. God, that's so gay. No, it's not a song called King of the Highlands. Yeah, dude. <laughs> We're the King of the Highlands and we <laughs> defeat everyone we see. <laughs> oh my God, so lame. Here it is. It, okay, so it's called... It's called the Carnix, and it was what the uh, the Celts used to fight the Romans in. So I'm going to set the scene, right? Uh-huh. It's a misty morning in a forest, and you are a Roman soldier in a country you've only been in a month. You live in barracks, mm. and you know you've got to fight these people covered in blue paint that are fierce that live in the forest. Mm. And you're sitting there, and there's that deathly quiet before the big storm, and you don't know what's going to go on. Uh. And then you just hear... Slowly drifting over the fog. Me and you as the enemies, by the way. Oh, that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good. Oh, that sounds like we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you ever think this might have been a bad idea? <laughs> Dude, I'm so happy we decided to take our shit. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I am 100% shitting myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you look over to your dude and he's just going, <laughs> he's like with a bear flute. <laughs> like, seriously, can't, you know, we're dead. <laughs> we're so dead right you now. You can stop. <laughs> oh, we're so fucked. Dude, this is terrifying. What instrument is that? It's called a carnix. So if you just play it purely, it's this. So it's like a giant horn that like plays almost into a vase. That's actually kind of scary to look at as well. Yeah, it's really it's a really intimidating instrument. Damn, it's got a pig's head on it. Yeah, and the tongue moves when the air flows through it. That's fucked. Dude. Oh, he's dropping the beat now. Oh, damn. Anyway. Yeah, that's the... Sorry to all the audio listeners. You just had to listen to a metal pig go... <laughs> and us going, this is terrifying. <laughs> this is so scary. I'm so scared. That's a fucked way to go, man. 
Because yeah. I was watching like war movies being like, oh, none of them have headphones in, so it's completely silent. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, on the battlefield, just being like, ah. Ah. I'm like, I'm like, that sucks, man. But if you've got war drums, that's awesome. But worse if you fucking don't have any war drums. <laughs> they do if they got that fucking shit going. That's so scary, man. Yeah. And you, 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 your, your guy just, he fell asleep at the tavern. And instead, it's just the one dude with a trumpet. Yeah, you guys. This isn't going to work. <laughs> so it's like playing a shitty by itself instrument. He's playing like a fucking clarinet. <laughs> just. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> fucking getting murdered to hot cross buns. But you're, but you're on that side. Suddenly you, that's, that's your fucking. Oh, if you're on that side. Oh my God. That's you're like, man, you t- you turn yeah. into something. Oh yeah, if that's on your side, you're like, these guys are fucked. These guys are so cool. I'm gonna kill 100 men. Alrighty, everybody. Hope you had a good time. That was fucking sick. I had a great time. I had a great time. That was awesome. Um, a, a, a striking return to form. I think by the time, oh, you look, it won't be announced by the time you listen to this, but we're coming to Brisbane. Yes, first of September for World Free Lunch Live. Yes, second of September for a fun little split bill. Yes, good chat comedy club. Yeah, so that should be announced like next week sometime. Mm. And uh, yeah, get tickets and uh, yeah, stay tuned, bros. You, you'll be able to get tickets on the Good Chat Comedy Club website for the Brisbane shows. Um, and also, very important, we are going to suss out obviously a discount code for listeners. Yes, um, which will be really fun. Yeah, and we're going to make it easier than Sepuku. Yeah, dude, we fucked up last time. (laughs) We gotta stop trying to be fucking clever. All right, love you, everybody. Love you guys. Peace.